Today is Monday, November 14th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spalding. On today's episode, how one old building will serve as a real-life learning experience for Covington students. Flight from CBG makes emergency landing in Atlanta after passenger sneaks box cutter on board. And doe you hunt? Deer season kicked off in northern Kentucky Saturday morning. The Link Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CVG Airport. CVG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years. And to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long travel dream sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CVG's many airline partners to help make their travel dreams come true. You can learn more about CVG's 50-plus non-stop destinations and enter for a chance to win at cvgairport.com cvg75. How one old building will serve as a real-life learning experience for Covington students, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. The former Colonial Inn Motel earned an infamous reputation as a magnet for drug and prostitution complaints, as well as a spot on the popular reality television show, Cops. The three-story building on 1515 Madison Avenue, which has been a drain on Covington taxpayers, will soon be transformed into a working laboratory for the city's new Covington Academy of Heritage Trades. The school aims to teach a new generation of construction workers the skills required to restore historic buildings back to their former glory. The city bought 1515 Madison in 2016, and it's basically been a liability since then, Economic Development Director Tom West told the Covington Board of Commissioners recently. But we have an opportunity now to turn that liability into an asset. On Tuesday, November 15th, the board will vote on two items relating to the school. An agreement to lease the building to the Building Industry Association of Northern Kentucky for four years, on the condition that the association creates a non-profit organization to oversee the new school and raise funds for its long-term sustainability, and provide the association with $250,000 from the city's allocation of Federal American Recovery Plan Act funds to be used to stabilize the building and make it safe, give tuition scholarships to Covington residents to attend the school's workshops, and provide them with equipment. Besides the laboratory on Madison, the school's main campus will be based out of the Latonia Commerce Center, formerly known as the Latonia Shopping Center, where the Ensweiler Building Institute is developing a Covington branch. The inaugural school year for the larger construction trades campus is scheduled to run from January 31st to June 1st, 2023, said Vicki Burling, Director of Professional Development. The laboratory will serve as a hands-on classroom where workers can learn how to restore historic buildings. Training will focus on skills like tuck-pointing old masonry, box gutters, and stained glass windows. Eventually, the work will culminate in the transformation of the dilapidated building into office space, West said. At that point, the city would transfer ownership of the building to the school to sell, with the proceeds being reinvested back into the school. What better way to learn restoration trades than working on a historic building, West said. Introductory workshops could begin as early as February, with singularly focused workshops beginning in late spring, Burling said. Before then, a standalone website linked to Ensweiler Building Institute's website will be set up to further explain the curriculum and workshop options. 
Tuition will be kept as low as possible, Burling said, with the help of contributions, scholarships, and potential arrangements for future employers. West said Covington has documented more than 200 employers, potential donors, students, and instructors who intend to support or attend the academy. Flight from CVG makes emergency landing in Atlanta after passenger sneaks box cutter on board. Reported on by Molly Schramm, WCPO digital content producer. WCPO is ABC's Cincinnati affiliate and a content sharing partner of Link and KY. A man on a Frontier Airlines flight out of CVG on Friday was arrested after an emergency landing in Atlanta when it was discovered he snuck two box cutters on board, said the airline and TSA. Before diverting to Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport around 9.30 p.m. Friday, Flight 1761 was headed to Tampa International Airport in Florida. In a statement sent to WFTS, WCPO's sister station in Tampa, Frontier said that no passengers or crew were reported injured. TSA said that after a search of the suspect and his belongings, agents found a second box cutter in his carry-on. Ben Mutz said he spoke with the person seated in the window spot next to the man after they deplaned. That passenger told Mutz that the man flashed a box knife at me and said, I want to kill or I want to stab people, Mutz told ABC News. According to ABC News, eyewitnesses said several passengers, including military veterans and a former law enforcement officer, helped crew members subdue the man. After they landed, all of the passengers were instructed to leave their belongings and to board the plane. She said they also had zero idea they were in Atlanta instead of Tampa, and she, alongside others, figured that out when they checked their phones. W Hunt, deer season kicked off in northern Kentucky Saturday morning, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. Attention all hunters, deer season is off and running. Modern gun season began on Saturday, November 12th. The season lasts 16 days, concluding on November 27th. During modern gun deer season, hunters may hunt with modern guns, including air guns of 35 caliber or larger charged by an external tank, muzzle loaders, and archery and crossbow equipment. Hunters are required by law to follow season restrictions, zone guidelines, and other hunting requirements. Hunters should remember that they are required by law to carry a photo ID, a hunting license, and a statewide deer permit, along with a proof of purchase receipt of the license. The Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife divides Kentucky into four separate deer hunting zones. Each of these zones have different rules for the amount of deer an individual hunter can harvest. Kenton, Boone, and Campbell counties are located in Zone 1, as are the outer rural northern Kentucky counties of Pendleton, Grant, Bracken, Owen, Gallatin, and Carroll. For these Zone 1 counties, a hunter may harvest an unlimited number of antlerless deer in Zone 1 using the statewide deer permit and additional deer permits. A statewide deer permit allows a hunter to take four deer, one antlered and three antlerless, or four antlerless. Also, don't forget to wear hunter's orange so that you can be easily seen by other hunters. All hunters, including archery and crossbow hunters, and people accompanying hunters, are required to wear hunter orange clothing during modern gun season. If you're a hunter aged 15 or younger, you must be accompanied by an adult who is able to be in a position to take immediate control of the youth's firearm at all times. Interested hunters can check out links to the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife's official hunting guide and to purchase a hunting license online by visiting our website. 
And those are the headlines we are following for Monday, November 14th, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast is published Monday through Friday and can be heard on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to subscribe and share. Have a comment about the podcast or know a story you think we should cover? Email me, mspalding, at linknky.com. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit linknky.com.